0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Adam and Bob Show number 29. Whoa. Sing it, girls. Good morning. Good morning. Girls. We've taught the whole <laughs> Oh, who's that? <laughs> good morning. Good morning to you and you, <laughs> and, <laughs> you and you and you. Good hey, morning. we're tapping dancing morning. into your life it's with the Ed and Bob
1: Show. I'm hey Bob. Morning. Hey, Mr. Bradley. How's it going, buddy? Buddy, it's a beautiful morning out there somewhere. <laughs> you know what they say? It's 5 o'clock <laughs> like somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. It's yeah. morning somewhere. Yeah. The milkman's well, on his way. Day. Yep. All right, so here we go, number 29. Wow. One morning, it to be 30. I know, it's weird. When we wow. did the first one, I thought, I think we'll ever do a second one. Here we are. <laughs> so, there we go. All, right. All good. All right. Well, this is the Ed and Bob Show. Ed, tell everybody kind of what we got coming up our, what's up our sleeve this half hour.
0: Well, we're going to talk about getting married. Whoa! Yeah, talk about getting married. We're going to to talk about what's the best age and should you even get married? You know, Paul in the Bible, didn't, didn't the Apostle Paul say, don't get married? Didn't he say that?
1: I think he said, don't get married if you can't handle it. Oh well, that's uh,
0: <laughs> I don't know anyone that can handle it. Let <laughs> me say that. If you can't handle it, you know. If, well, is is mar- Well, you don't know unless you've been married. Is marriage good for
1: you? Yeah, yeah see, so that's, that's, that's something, that, something you got to look at too.
0: Go. We're going to talk about that.
1: Ooh. So all that's coming up for mm-hmm. you, and then uh, we've got some uh, mailbag. We've got some complaints. And we're going to kick this thing off with the news. And you got some news, Ed. Yes, I do.
0: You know Harley Davidson that makes those big motorcycles and things? Yes, sir. Their sales have tumbled. No way. It has gone terribly bad for them lately. They're down 8.7% at a time when the economy is just booming. I thought everybody loved a Harley-Davidson. No, they don't. Only, And that's what's happened to Harley-Davidson. Harley-Davidson, making these motorcycles, has got into a niche with these guys who wear all the leather, the gang stuff, and, the, mm-hmm. you know, all that. And that's that's what everybody thinks you have to do to ride a Harley.
1: So that's the image that exactly. they have.
0: Okay, well, Yeah. And so the company is developing electric motorcycles aimed at attracting new customers, including urban commuters and young riders. And they're trying to get away from that.
1: I don't know. Well, if they, they should change the name or, or start another line, you know, instead of Harley Davidson. You're never going to get away from that image. I
0: wouldn't think so, and I wouldn't think it's kind of like Campbell's Soup. They're not going to get away from chicken and noodle. No. I don't care what you do. That's going to be it from now on. How
1: are you going to do hearty and mighty soup <laughs> if
0: you're Campbell? Well, they're, they're shipping the lowest number of motorbikes, motorcycles, I'm sorry, motorcycles in the last, um, well, a long time. It's a, a motorcycle it's a, I mean, been or sh- cycle? It's a <laughs> well, it depends on the lines. Well, why is it a, is it a bicycle but a motorcycle? I don't know. <laughs> it's a bicycle but a motorcycle. Well, you know, well, why is it Can a motorcycle? Can you imagine a guy
1: in a, a leather and everything, you know, and a couple why of teeth missing, and saying? Did you touch my motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that. You it, wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it's more like a. You, you, you yeah. getting near my motorcycle? Yeah, if you are. You'd
0: be surprised; those guys are ready to Uh tail there. What right. else you got? Oh uh, well, you know, Ted Bundy was put to death. What was it, thirty years ago? It's been
1: a while. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, he committed thirty mu- murders, and he he was. Uh, they put out a docu series on it. Netflix did, mm-hmm. and it's chilling. Yeah, an interview with him as a four-point well, I didn't point think it was
1: family-friendly. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway,
0: it's got a bunch of viewers, a bunch of women all t- fired up. What, they want a serial killer? They're all hot about him because he's so good-looking. Can you Who, believe Was that? he in real life? Or is well, that yeah. just the actor no, that portrays was, him? No, he was attractive. He was? Yes. He he had was, it that's going how up? that's how
1: he killed all these ah, women. He was
0: attractive. That's how he got them. And in. he and he was a nice guy. He was attractive, and that's how he's got away with it for so long. Mm,
1: that is creepy.
0: But Netflix says, "Don't do that, girls. Don't do that." Mm,
1: that Remember. is scary.
0: Yeah, they're doing. A, they're thinking about doing a streaming service that has. to, They're going to tweet a PSA about the viewers' reaction to the programming. It's so unusual.
1: That's pretty weird.
0: It is. You well, know, well, you know, people have that fixation to people who are on death row and things. Anyway.
1: That's just, you, know, you go back to hey, James O'Reilly Ray. You remember yeah, Anna yeah. Sandu or whatever her name was? I've got one of her pictures yeah. that, she, that she, would, she would draw while... He, she did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Now you have cameras in the courtroom. Yeah. All right. We got to move along here. We got to get busy. <laughs> we got to go to your question of the day. Wait, All right. Let me, here That's the best thing to do. All
0: right. Now think about this. Okay. okay?
1: All right.
0: How many races can you name? We mean races. Well, not, not NASCAR races. How many races can you name? Like Caucasian? Oh, oh,
1: oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, okay. Um, I go back to the forms you see, and there's only like six. You know, they'll yeah. say, Are you Caucasian? Are you um, uh, African American? Yeah. Are you Asian? Yeah. Are you Indian? Um, That's all wrong, Bob. Oh, Is it really? Yeah. What's it supposed to be? There's only one
0: race. What is it? The human race. Oh. Now, that's not a trick question. Seriously. The only difference is the skin tone. Right. So, you know, if I put down white, that's white. This page I'm holding up. I'm not
1: white. No, you're, you know, right now you're a little pale. (laughs) 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 No, but you're right. You know, I was reading a thing today. This guy I follow on Twitter, John Hope Bryant, and he said, Every person's DNA is exact 99.2%, no, 99.9% is exactly the same. It's the one, or it's less than 1%, that is your skin color and your hair. Things like that is the only thing that's different. That's right. So and
0: and this came from Mr. Ham who runs the um, the ARC exhibit okay. of Kentucky. Okay. I heard him speak a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I can't wait to get up there to, to
1: learn more about this. Well that'd be interesting. All right, I want to you hear will. more about. It. All right. I'll report back to you. Bring it that'd be one of the Ed Brantley updates the new things we're inventing all right what's your question here's mine all right february 14th ed it's coming up it's coming strong i know you gotta get ready for valentine's day but you know valentine's day is also national organ donor day Mm -hmm. so here is my question first of all are you an organ donor i am and second of all, were you always, or did you have to be convinced to do it?
0: No, I I wasn't always in my life, but I think it started back in the early seventies when it yeah, became. Yeah, well, I mean, whenever well, it started, when you could yeah. do it on your driver's license. But yeah. I've always done that. And I don't know that anyone would want any of my organs at my age, but as a matter of fact, uh,
1: well, if it keeps somebody alive, I guarantee you they want them.
0: Yeah, but I would. I have two pretty good kidneys, and I wouldn't mind giving it to someone. One of them, somebody who really needed it.
1: Well, I'm sure there's more. To everybody that could be used, but let me throw the other curve into there. A lot of people felt like it's like when they see a movie or something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and some tangent of what somebody taking your organs out mm-hmm. uh, because they needed it, but they could have right. kept you alive. Right. Some people, I think, are afraid to sign the organ donor card because they think if a doctor you come in from a car wreck, for example, right. and they see you're an organ donor, they may go. Hmm. Let's go down ahead. Let's the go hallway. ahead. And, yeah. yeah, you know, he's iffy. He can go either away. Let's go ahead and clean him out and shoot him down the hall. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. There's that crazy thing in some people's mind. I don't want them there. to kill me to get my organs. Exactly. Yeah, right. So, I don't think that's a legitimate
0: fear. No, I don't I think would so. hope not. Or sell organs. You know, in some countries, people sell organs. I read yeah. a story about it in, in India where this guy sold a kidney, and then, and then he got sick, and he had to have a kidney.
1: Well, that's there's a lot of truth in that. You can Listen, people are on lists to get organs in the United States waiting for an, a donated organ. No, they can go to another country if they have enough money and basically buy it yeah. from that government. What about that? Well, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's a commodity. Well, but that, and then you always hear those. Well, those stories everybody say about somebody waking up in a motel room down, you know, some deserted road <laughs> with a bandage road, on, yeah. a bandage oh, on their and their kidneys <laughs> missing or their. Well,
0: what part of your body do you think somebody would want?
1: <clears throat> Buddy, every, every bit of it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously? Well, I'm in good shape. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, my eyesight's a little not what it used to be, but I think, about, yeah? I, I mean, everything. I mean. Your heart's good. Your kidney's good. They, they are. You know, I actually had an, an MRI one time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you wait for the, see what the doctor says. And the doctor came in and said, well, I got your results back on your MRI. I said, oh, you know, you're kind of nervous. She, she said, I have, of all the MRIs I've ever looked at, I've never seen one where everything is exactly in the right place where it's supposed to be with nothing wrong with it. Really? And I said, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. All right, let's go get a drink. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right, we got a lot going. Move along here. What's our Tease the topic and then talk about your special uh, sponsor today. All right. What's the best age to get married? I know what
0: you're going to say, but
1: if, if you're a a guy, driver, we're going to talk yeah.
0: about it. All right. I want to talk about Matlock Tire Service and Auto Repair. They've got uh, one, two, three, four locations Kingston Pike out in Farragut, Lenora City on Highway 321, right up the top of the hill, Foothills Parkway in Maryville, and <laughs> congress parkway in athens tennessee jimmy matlock goes by this, these businesses every day and talks to people in the waiting rooms and i tell you the waiting rooms it's it's almost like a get together because they have they have gliders and rockers and i mean it is nice but matlock tire service and auto repair began as a small service station in lenore city way back in 1953 it was founded by joe matlock who built his business on treating customers fairly providing excellent service and 60 60- years later, his son, Jimmy, expended the business to four locations, Farragut, Athens, Maryville, and North City. Jimmy, like his father, is devoted to customer service. So go by and see him. Tell him you heard about it on the
1: Ed and Bob Show. Ooh, it pays off to be on the Ed and Bob Show. <laughs> All right, and we're down to our topic of the day, and here, let me kick it off. Half of Americans, 18 years of age and older, were married in 2016. However, uh, as far as looking back over the past quarter century, that's actually down 9%. Hmm. It used to be you know, almost 60% of the people were married that were 18 years of age and older. Now it's um, uh, half. Marriage has reached its highest point on record as far as age. The average age uh, for getting married in the United States now... For men is 29 and a half years old and women 27 mm-hmm. uh, and a, a 0.4 um so our, our question for today is what is the best age to get married
0: well my first marriage i was 19 in the air force you know mm-hmm. lonely as all get out mm-hmm. you know miserable
1: well but, but you go back to that age though so yeah most of our friends i'll bet you anything got married right out of high school right out of high school yeah, that's true. you know i mean the so. day after graduation right all right
0: they and they already they were already engaged in senior yes. year yes so. but that's not true anymore no no no, no. and uh, as a matter of fact most of these kids are still living at home it's hard to get them to move out
1: so why is it why why is it that People are not getting married around right high school. It's because of social media. Is it because there's more things to do? There's back then there were no nightclubs to go out and run around in.
0: Well, that I think that was that was a goal, a goal that people talked about. That was what you did. You get you know when you when you felt you found someone you love and you got married,
1: and that was going to be make you successful.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what you did. Now, now you you you're not necessarily finding someone you love, but you're, you know, you're 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 hanging out.
1: Well, no, no, you're right. <laughs> now, now, here's some research that I found. I'm glad you mentioned it. This is from the Journal of Women's Health. It says that love is becoming obsolete in America and being rebranded into a, a hookup culture. There you go. There you go. Commodified. I didn't know mm-hmm. that was a word. Commodified into a simpler, faster model to be traded in when the next best thing comes along. But they, they, it's it's more of a hookup culture than it is a devoted uh, marriage. Yeah,
0: and, and anyone that hooks up, let's say watching a movie or a TV show or something, and a couple hooks up, what do they do? They go to one of the places they live, and they go to bed. And they wake up the next morning. So I think birth control has a big part to do with that, because a lot of teenagers might have gotten married because someone was pregnant or they thought they were going to be pregnant.
1: Well, okay, then you brought up another topic. You go back to when we were in high school, you know, back in the 60s, 70s, those are eras right there did a lot of people get married immediately out of high school because they wanted to have sex and they they you know that was a big taboo back then well that's right so i mean is that part of the reason people that got married
0: well you know back then people who got married 81 percent of the people back then married people of the same faith Yeah. So now
1: people I identify with. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's sixty-one percent. So they don't. They're not. They're not marrying people at church. And you know, churches are. There's not a lot of young people in churches. And not unless you go to the rock church. Yeah, that's true. And it's all the same. But I saw something interesting here. Okay. One in six newlyweds, that's seventeen percent, were married to someone of a different race.
1: Okay, one in seven, one in six, a oh, one in six. Well, that's, that's a pretty big. And
0: this quiz reflects that. a steady increase in intermarriage since 1967.
1: So it's like eighteen percent.
0: Now, why is eight? Why is 1967 such a big thing? It doesn't say in this report, but I know why it is. Well, I don't tell me because that's when. The, the law changed. You know, up until then, it was against the law in the United States oh, to marry someone of a different race. Of, outside of your race. You couldn't marry someone of That's a
1: different race. That's when it race. changed. 1967. So maybe they never reported it, but we they were, were in going high to do school. It.
0: Yeah. 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 So before that, it was just 3%. But now, you know, and so, but anyway.
1: Well, and here's another stat that, in talking about this now, seven percent of u.s adults are living together not married mm. i don't know the intention of being married mm-hmm. so <clears throat> let's get back to the original question <clears throat> is is what is the perfect age to get married
0: well if you want children i think that comes into play if you're talking to a female because you know the clock's ticking And I don't know exactly when the the bell rings for a female, but it's somewhere in the mid thirties or early forties, I would say. Right? Wouldn't you think so? Well, probably so. Yeah. So it it um, that's probably when that happens. But of course, there's there's other ways to have children too. So I don't know if that has anything to do. I would just on the top of my mind, I think 30 is a good number.
1: I think Uh, you're right. Well, here's I don't think I think has to do with maturity mm -hmm. and um, their career. Yeah. If you are broke and doing a uh, living paycheck to paycheck, I don't care go. if you're twenty or forty. Right. you're probably going to have a difficult time in a marriage where you're struggling constantly financially.
0: Yeah. Now I got remarried later in life, mm-hmm. uh, but so when I when my daughter was, you know, young and in school, and I would take her to school, it's like grandpa because mm-hmm. I'm all gray. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean I the the other parents look like my children mm-hmm. So it it um, so that's I don't know if that's still true today like that
1: like it was then. All right, one more thing in here. This, right. So if okay. you do go ahead and get married because I'm saying about 30 as well, but you need I think you need to have your career going before you get married, otherwise you're asking for trouble. And here's the what according to this survey, this is um, uh, by two psychiatrists. They said the success, to the way to stay married is 64% of people that stay married have shared interests. They they both enjoy doing some of the same things. I think so, yeah. And 61% said a satisfying sexual Sex relationship. Yep. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And here's the one, I don't believe this one at all. 56% was uh, sharing household chores, which I don't see any need for that. No, I do. That's what I do for life. I'm, now, you know that's. I'm that's my... Well, you just set me up. You're trying to get me in trouble. All right, we got we we got to move along. All right. Oh, we do. All right. Tell everybody what we got coming up, and then I'm right. going to tell you who my uh, sponsor okay. today is. All right, coming
0: up, we're going to talk. Uh, look at the mailbox, and
1: and uh, we got some good letters to talk about. We do. We got some comments we're going to talk about too. Okay. Gentry Griffey's been a locally owned and operated funeral home since 1948. They're in Fountain City. There. And, you know, they really believe in paying attention to every detail in planning the service for that individual that uh, the family wants. They have customized plans to meet every unique need, from traditional services to uh, something that's a celebration of life, possibly. Gentry Griffey puts the families first with customized services, and they celebrate those personal qualities of the loved one. Pre-planning is such a big deal, you know. um, I think if you take the stress out of the family, when they have to walk in there and nobody's planned anything, and you got five or six siblings and they're all like, well, no, I think, she, I think she'd want this. No, she wanted this. And you take all that mm-hmm. out. I think pre-planning can make a big difference in uh, having the end of life the way it needs to be. Also, you can pre-fund those pre-planned services. They operate the only on-site crematory in Knox County, assuring that your loved ones never leaves their care. And they keep that very affordable. Their website is GentryGriffy.com. A lot of invaluable information there and great affordable packages. Or you can give them a call, 865-689-4481. You're not going to believe this, but that was one
0: of my possible questions I'd written down. About what? Do you have a prepaid funeral?
1: Are you going to say yeah, that well, for next go, time? Well, I guess I can. Yeah. I'd be happy to. I can't let you ask more than one question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's allowed. Is no, it? I don't think so. <clears throat> All right,
0: where are we? We're back getting married. I'm in the mailbox. All
1: right, <clears throat>
0: open it. Ready? Right. Yep. Sam from Plainview. I know where that is. That's up near Maynardville or somewhere like that. Yeah. Yep. At what age does a person become irrelevant? Oh, whoa. I think it happened a few years ago. (laughs) Seems like once I got to be a certain age, no one listened to my opinion.
1: Well, now, you know, I have seen the young people that do just disregard every person they feel is old, whatever old may be to that person. They just they're like, yeah, whatever, grandpa, you Mm -hmm. know. So what keeps you being relevant? I mean, is it or is it there's nothing you can do? Well, I
0: guess it's it depends on what you're relevant, to, who you're relevant to, you know, and what the topic is, because I'm sure there's some topics that my comments are irrelevant; they just don't matter. Well, and because I have certain opinions, it's been developed over a lot of years,
1: right? But those may be from a lot of experience. That's true. So it, it I mean, it has to. It's like these mentor programs. It seems like those are good to for both people, the people giving that advice. Mm-hmm. makes them feel like they still have some value and mm-hmm. contributing, whereas it helps young people avoid making mistakes that the that's other true. person's already made.
0: Well I think it's a good idea to spend as much time as you can with the younger generations and, and
1: um, It'd be up if they'll listen. Yeah. See they don't they don't <laughs> No they don't listen. They don't listen, they don't care uh, they don't listen. They don't care. They don't care. And
0: they, and that's bad because I don't think they care about our country. I don't think they care about a lot of things like
1: that. I think about 65 years old is about 60 to somewhere around there is when the younger generation kind of marks you off. That's what Uh, I think. Is that what you think? Yeah. So what else you got?
0: Tammy in Oak Ridge, drugs are killing our society. Is it ever going to get better?
1: No. And I'll tell you why, Tammy, and I hate to say this. It's because the people that make the drugs... Are telling you over and over how bad you need them mm-hmm. and they're constantly being pushed upon us every ad on national television is about that's oh, my couple
0: ain't. yeah <laughs> yeah
1: you, you gotta have this or you're not it's yeah. all about drugs yeah. everybody's supposed to be on a drug for something mm-hmm. and as long as that's going on yes 90 percent of the people in jail are there are they're addicted to some kind of drug mm-hmm. absolutely and that's and but until now, I, the countries where they kill drug dealers, put them to death for selling drugs, don't have as bad a drug problem as us. I'm not saying we go to those extremes, but somewhere until you put your foot down, it's never going away. No, it's not going away. Too much money involved. Yeah,
0: all about the cash. And and people who who are influential is involved. And that's true. It's it's not going away, and that's unfortunate. It's just not going away.
1: Yeah, and you know, even uh, the people that make OxyContin, did you read what they said recently? They said that uh, we haven't even gotten into Europe yet, and we're going to expand there. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, they're wow. serious. They, they, um, they already got everybody to be addicted in the United States, and now they're moving on to Europe. Mm-hmm. So... All right. Well,
0: I feel so sorry for people who are that way. I remember talking years ago when we were, we were on morning radio that mm-hmm. that there was how many people? There's a lot of people that listen to us at six or seven o'clock in the morning. Who the only thing they were thinking about was where they're going to get their pills that day.
1: The average fix per day is seven. Seven, mm-hmm. seven pills per day. Yeah, wow. You got to have seven fixes. It oh, may I take see. more than one pill. Oh, I see. Per fix, per fix. for you, but you're going to have, have seven season. highs a day. Somebody's making a lot of money. Oh, that's sad, though. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your complaint? Oh, uh, no, we, we haven't, haven't done my complaint. No, it's time I for I was, us to get to complaints. I thought I was talking about my complaint. No, that was just Tammy's complaint. Too
0: many drug ads on television. That's my complaint. And you know what? The ads that you see on television, whether it be for uh, any type of an illness, now I'm not talking about pain medicine, but any type of an illness, because they don't advertise pain medicine mm-hmm. on, on television. But. One of the reasons why they're on television is because most insurance companies will not pay for that drug.
1: I was wondering about that.
0: And so when they tell you to see your pharmacist or see your doctor, they want you to ask for that drug because insurance companies don't want to pay for it. But
1: you can get a coupon there from your pharmacist to get you started. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a setup. It's a
0: setup, and there's and it's probably the most expensive drug. It may not be the best drug, but it's probably the most expensive drug for that category.
1: Well, you know, I I will say this. I think there's a lot of legislators up in Washington D.C. that let's say tomorrow they said no more advertising by drug companies. I think they're afraid it would cause a recession. There is really? so much money being spent mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. lobbyists, on whining and dining people, on advertising. I mean, think about what Well, we saw that drug um, uh, in America. It's $1,000 right. a pill. Right. In India, it's $10. Right that's the way it, it's, that's it's, it's driving our culture it's driving our it's driving the market and
0: everyone has to have one everyone has to have a pill to make them feel better or they think they got to have a pill
1: well if you hear it over and over and over and over and over exactly you start believing it yeah, it's called right. advertising that's right <laughs> we sold it i <laughs> <laughs> like to sell some more yeah all right ed i got a complaint for you You ready okay the the tr the parking police in downtown Knoxville
0: those guys and girls on bicycles are walking around no they're walking around you
1: know. and here's here's my thing okay thank you for the job they're doing I and okay I went downtown I parked uh you know where you can park legally paid my money in the meter mm-hmm. and two hours I put it on my phone mm-hmm. I've got two hours mm-hmm. tell me when my time is up and I'll run down there hmm. I got down there eight minutes, eight minutes after my meter ran out. There was no parking police in sight. And I looked down to see when he wrote the ticket, one minute after it expired. Amazing. So what was he doing? He saw that I had five minutes to go. And what did he do? Stood there, and, Stood waited there and waited. That's not the way you run government. Mm-mm. Stood no. there and waited until you could write that ticket. Writes it one minute after my meter runs out. That's that's baloney. That's like the old speed traps in the olden days.
0: You know, in these little towns yeah. where they drop the speed thirty miles per hour just to catch you. That's,
1: that's just not. That's entrapment. That is, and I don't like that. I, I know that everybody's going to say, well, you should put more money or you should have been there on mm-hmm. time or whatever. I get that. But the, uh, the odds of him writing a ticket one minute after my meter runs out is somewhere between zero and none. Exactly. Unless he's sitting there waiting exactly. for it to run out.
0: How are we going to stop it?
1: I think they must have quotas or something. And they figure out how they, that's what they've got to do. The pressure is on them to do that. And that's the easiest way to meet their quota. Who's, who's setting the quotas? I'm assuming it's the city. I don't know the if it's police the police or I don't know. I don't. Who runs the traffic? People, police. It is the police. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it just bugs me, and I, I don't. I wouldn't want government to be that way, and I don't like that it is that way. It's so. not very. All right, we got friendly. a. We got a. Uh, a you know, uh, one of our shows. We talked about how big toilet paper rolls have gotten. Oh yeah, you can't thick. buy a normal toilet paper roll anymore okay Mm -hmm. there are all these you know there's there are four rolls on this one roll four Mm -hmm. normal on this jumbo roll so we complained about it or i did and you listened to me complain about it so our buddy kent ledbetter wrote in said i have been angry about all the toilet paper being mega rolls for quite some time (laughs) i have toilet paper stands instead of the wall mounts at my house and I have to buy the cheap, generic toilet paper just to get the small enough rolls to fit into the base designed to hold the rolls. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. These things are You try to go to Kroger or where you go to the store and buy a normal, average toilet paper roll that is good. You know, a good one. Yeah. Not one of those cheap things where you can see through. Now,
0: you're not buying them from Costco and Sam's where they...
1: Might know. be going on. That might be happening. So <laughs> How can people get in touch with us? Well, go to our our, uh, our email. Go somewhere. (laughs) Go somewhere. (laughs) You
0: can email us at edandbobyahoo.com. And you can go to our webpage, edandbob.com, and the comment section right down at the bottom of the page and Mm -hmm. just uh, type in whatever. Yeah, just like the guy just did. Yeah, it's easy. At Twitter, you go to at, at. Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantney at
1: Bob Thomas Knox. at Facebook is Facebook.com slash Ed and Bob. We got it covered, don't we? Do All right. What about uh, what's the next show? What's the next show going to be?
0: The Oscars are coming up. Who do you think will win? We have an award show become too political. Do you watch them anymore? No. No. Or do we?
1: <laughs> or do we? I don't, we'll, we'll, we'll tell I know you next you will. time. You probably already watched it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about it next time. Too many award and shows I in my mind, but we're going to talk about it. And I enjoyed it, buddy. Thank you. See you next time. Spinning. I go to sleep and keep grinning.
0: If this is just the beginning, my life
1: is going to be. Before I've sunshine enough to spread, it's just like the fella said tell me quick, and I'll